Oh, there we go. Oh. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Midweek Fix. Pastor Toby Chalk knocks on the water, boy. Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to be at a live show at Raining Grace Ranch in Arizona. Excited. Yes. Hope to hope you guys... I, I'm sure there's a couple tickets probably left that you could buy. Maybe like three. Um, <laughs> go to fightlifefeast.com, click on shop, and we'll see you just, in just, Arizona. Just come and just offer us stuff to come in. <laughs> we'll, we'll consider all offers, you know? Will you baptize my baby? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hold on. Hold on. We'll There's no that. water in Arizona. <laughs> we'll do it. Do it. We'll do it. Hey, with us on the show, we are glad. It's been too long. It has yes. been. It's been too long to have AD, AD in the studio. AD actually um, in Zoom in the studio. AD <laughs> Robles. He is the host of AD Robles Show on our oh, network. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then he also... Started a, a kind of what do you what do you call it like another series? Yeah, called the a, the rise and fall a special series. A special series called the rise and fall of the gospel coalition. And if you haven't kind of follow fell, um, uh, watched the rise and fall of the gospel coalition, you, you, this is actually important stuff in the church. What's Which going I on. have to say, AD, bro, this was brilliant. I, I really I got to give it to you, man. I, when I first heard about this, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be funny!" Like he's making fun of the rise and fall of Mars Hill. I'm gonna. This is gonna be great. Like I'm gonna get funny, AD. And then I turned it on, and you straight up shocked me. How, it, how did he shock you? Because it wasn't funny. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> but but look yeah, at that yeah. face. Yeah, it was like going to a Dave Chappelle stand-up comedy bit. Oh, but he didn't. And he, Dave Chappelle tells you, "I'm here to tell you that the world's ending." And you're uh, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, wait, where's the joke? And, <laughs> and you want to run up and slap <laughs> Dave Chappelle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, do you want to slap AD right now? Well, well, no, AD. I, I really am interested. So, what in the world possessed you? Because I thought it was yeah. the rise and fall of Mars Hill. What possessed you to even think? Hey, you know what would be great? Let's do a podcast on the rise and fall of the Gospel Coalition. Yeah. 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 Well, so I got the idea and I appreciate you noticing that I wasn't my normal, you know, self. I'm I'm trying to experiment a little bit here with a few different things, but I got the idea because I I noticed that very regularly uh evangelical leaders will will say very courageous and hard-sounding things about you know, yesterday's battles, battles that were already won. Right. They're all figured out. And now everyone comes out of the woodwork to, uh, to kick the, the, the dead corpse on the floor yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, Courageous, bold. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And so, you know, the rise and fall of Mars Hill was one of those things. And it's an interesting podcast. I'm not saying it's bad or anything. It's fine, but it's just so rare to see someone who's willing to call out, you know, Mars Hill at the time. Because a lot of these guys were supportive of Marcel at the time. Thanks. So I said, look, you know, instead of doing a backwards looking, you know, kind of podcast like that, let's do one that looks forward. Right. So Gospel Coalition has not fallen, so to say, yet. Um, but I think that there are things that we can kind of point out now that maybe we could maybe it doesn't have to fall. Maybe the Gospel Coalition doesn't have to fall. Maybe it can just improve. And so or this podcast repent. Is, in, in the, indeed, indeed. <laughs> so, so, so this repoo. podcast, th this podcast is is intended to be critical, but also helpful, uh, and 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 to point out things that we can do to maybe change some of the some of the nonsense. So, what are the, some of the stuff that you've been tracking that um, that is kind of getting at this rise and fall of the gospel coalition? Give me yeah, some specifics. I mean, well, 
there, there's so many things, right? So I, I've only done two episodes so far, but the, the the first episode was just sort of a, you know, what is what is Big Eva? What is what? what who am I addressing here? What you know? It's, it's called Rise and Fall of Gospel Coalition, but Gospel Coalition is really a placeholder for the whole evangelical machine, the cult complex. Okay. And so that was the first episode, and the second episode is about uh, the eleventh commandment, how. People are protected. No one is criticized. If you're in the inner circles of the guild, you're off limits. Mm. You're you know untouchable. It's like the mafia where they've got the made guys. They can do anything and no one can touch them. Mm-hmm. But if you're not in that guild, that's when they start. And, and, it, and, it, and it, that episode kind of dissected the whole situation with Ed Litton's plagiarism. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a especially helpful example because it's so recent and it was so egregious. Right. <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> yeah. Nobody would say anything about it. Yeah. Um, and it's just, and it's one of those issues that, you know, evangelicals have actually spoken on in the past, you know, the plagiarism has been spoken on by many, many evangelicals in the past. <laughs> it has and, been spoken on. It has been. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, so, and even with the Mars, Mark Driscoll stuff, it's right, like, right. so it's, it's like, it's like, this is an issue that evangelicals tend to get right. And then, right. But not 11th commandment Tur- kicks in and turns you out, can't say anything. Not really. So wait, so. Um, AD, are you, are you like, like, this is sounding kind of conspiracy theorist sort of lane. Like, are you saying there's like a secret cabal in evangelicalism that is controlling the narrative and is sort of an unelected oligarchy and kingmaker in evangelicalism? Is that what you're saying? Yes. See, that's the part that freaked me out. No, no, no. See, AD, you have to explain this, man, because this is what what freaked me out. It really did, because in the first 20 minutes of the first episode, I had to pause. And I don't know if you can do this here, but could you explain then kind of like Big Eva itself and what this cabal is? It's a very interesting thing. So the very first episode, I interviewed a guy named Judd Saul who made the movie Enemies Within the Church. So I don't know if any of you guys have seen the movie. I know Judd. It's a pretty... It's a pretty good movie. And um, the part in it that I asked him about was this was this um, kind of cross-pollination that that all of the major big Eva institutions have. Like everyone that's on the board of such and such organization is also on the board of everything. And so what ends up happening is they kind of play like this musical chairs thing where um, it sounds like it feels like it's a lot of organizations. All they all got woke at once. But really, it's like a handful of board members that all got woke and they made it seem like everyone got woke because they're on every board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so there is and it's not really like that secret, but they don't obviously advertise it as well. It's it's a very strange kind of thing. And, and I think that um, what what you end up having is instead of like in the Catholic Church where you've got official you know, archbishops, right. and cardinals and official official like positions of authority you've got the same thing in evangelicalism but it's unofficial right it's something that's completely off the book so there's no you know you got pastors in evangelicalism and then maybe you've got senior pastors or teaching elders and things so there's some roles that are official but then there's extra roles and that's on these boards of these organizations conference speaking circuits things like that and some of these guys operate like an archbishop would operate this sounds like New World Order well, stuff. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, he, have, hold, has hold he on. been talking to Alex Newman? <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. So, so like, can, I mean, can you be more specific? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe I'm, sure. I, I'm, I'm just ignorant of these things. But so, what are the boards you're talking about? What are some of the men you're talking about? I mean, can are you can you name names? Well, sure. So, so, so 
there's a couple different things going on. So when I when I talk to Judd, there's specific organizations like the Oikonomia Network, um, and, you know, various kinds of organizations. If you want to, he, he's more of the expert on that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I don't have that off the top of my head. Okay. But what I was thinking of was more of like, almost like these coaching trees that you have, like, like Al Mohler, for example, he's, uh, he's a made guy for sure. And he's got like a little coaching tree underneath underneath him where he operates almost as like, like a captain of, of a group of guys that are like, these are Al's guys. That's right. and, you know, John Piper's John Piper's got that as well. And John MacArthur has that. I'm not saying that it's all bad guys that have this. Yeah. This is just how it op. This is just how evangelicalism operates. It's kind of unofficial, but you know, Moeller's a capo in a certain sense of a, of a, of a gang. Mm. And you know what I mean? And, and so if I were to criticize, you know, a guy like Moeller or a guy like Chandler, you can bet that there are certain people that would come after me and protect him. And he's, and they've got this whole thing where it's like, um, you know, again, it's like, it's kind of operates sort of like a mafia. There's certain made guys and there's certain guys that are, are, are allowed to be, you know, touched, I guess you could say, you know, uh, AJ, so, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. It's, it's, so it's not like it's an official conspiracy or anything like that. And I'm not necessarily saying it's all the bad guys that are doing this, yeah. but there are these unofficial organizations. There's unofficial archbishops in evangelicalism. There's unofficial cardinals in evangelicalism. Um, those are the kind of guys I'm talking about. I think I can, I think I can amen that in a lot of ways. If you look at the Southern Baptist convention, I, actually, I think your next one should be the rise and fall of the SBC, because I think that you might be able to do the same <laughs> yeah, thing with right, them. Sure. But if you look sure. at Al Mohler, all, all those, there's like six seminaries inside the SBC that mm -hmm. SBC seminaries, yeah. almost all of them, but one, I believe was appointed by someone that Al Mohler had recommended. Yeah. So you, you, you don't get, um, which was why it was so shocking that he didn't win the SBC president, which is why I think you could say the rise and fall well, that's because I, something is changing well, within. That's what I wanted to ask. So, so far you're, you've listed this sort of like, okay, informal hierarchy sure. of sorts, but um, why does that imply a fall? Right. Yeah. So it, it would be, everything would be fine. So this is, and this is interesting because actually this, this is kind of funny at the, at the first fight last feast conference, the day we, started yep. uh john john lehman posted a tweet that was talking about how those who criticize big eva have their own institutions and yeah he was talking about fight laugh feast and you know stuff like that and some people even call this little eva right yeah. <laughs> wait what <laughs> we're little eva <laughs> You're little i, eva, I right? prefer little geneva oh, <laughs> oh nice, nice so, but but i thought I, I thought that was funny because because Jonathan Lehman wasn't understanding the criticism. It's not that there are these hierarchies or unofficial, you know, institutions. It's yeah. just how they behave. So yeah. nothing's really wrong with Al Mohler being a capo. So long as <laughs> that doesn't imply you cannot criticize things that Al Mohler says, yeah. which it so often does imply that. Right. So it's not like it's not, it doesn't have to be a fall. Like, look, of course there's going to be some guys that have, you know, more influence than others. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I'll give you an example, like, like, you know, obviously, you know, Doug Wilson has influence on all of us uh, in, in that regard, but you see, I've done uh, episodes of my show where I crit critique something Doug Wilson said that I didn't agree with. And I never got the phone call from any of you guys. Think like, dude, you can't do that. We just deleted the episode. You just don't even know it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, right. And so that's why that's why it doesn't have to be a fall. But the way yeah. it operates so often is because it, it ends up creating a situation where you know your friends actually can't be your real friends because 
They can yeah. never actually, iron can never actually sharpen iron. I see what you're saying. AD, you know, one of the things that as I was listening to the podcast, I kept thinking that I wanted to ask you was, why is it, what is it that they want, what is it that the Gospel Coalition wants to control? There is, there you can see the shift yeah. in movement. I, I watched it happen at SBC where you had, sure. um, a, a, what was it, Matt Chandler getting criticized mm -hmm. by Rachel Denhollander. And he comes in flying the next day to do PR work on the whole thing. And I watched this weird shift happen right in front of my eyes. And I'm like, whoa, there's some power shift moving happen here. Yeah. But I don't know if it's as clear inside of evangelicalism what the Gospel Coalition itself is seeking to control inside of evangelicalism. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, I, I think it has to do with the Overton window. Like they 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 have they, they want to have a, a vice grip on what's allowed to be talked about, um, how it's allowed to be talked about. And there are certain things that like if if I were if I were a gospel coalition writer and I said, you know, that 19th Amendment, that really needs to be repealed. Um, I would be lambasted. I would be abandoned in two seconds because that's way outside of the Overton window. I mean, of course, women should have the right to vote. Right. So I think it's I think it's just they have they have like a whole range of topics that are allowed to be discussed and they want to make sure that they're in control of that. Mm -hmm. The minute you're outside of that is when you get abandoned. Um, to that's my end? opinion, but to what end though? Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's the, that's the big question, right? Mm. Um, Isn't, can, can I try, can I take a stab sure. at it? Yeah. I, mean, it? I mean, isn't it to the 11th commandment um, thing? I mean, isn't it that they have a particular view of what they consider winsome Christianity? I mean, isn't it that they, they think, you know, you have to be likable, nice, respectable. Yeah. And, and they think that if you're not doing that, then you're not going to, we're not going to win the culture mm, war yeah. as they see it. So there's a couple of different ways to slice it. So, so yeah, if you want to be really charitable and I, I think that's totally fine. Um, they think this is the <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, I go lie. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, that's the nicest way to look at that. But that's the way it's to go. Very nice. It's, no, it is though, because it's, it's sort of like a, a, a convoluted sort of sophisticated way of doing the seeker sensitive kind right. of evangelism. Right. 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 Very, very, very sophisticated. It's not it's, it's not as simple as having a slide, you know, on your stage to do baptisms in a fun way. Right. It's more sophisticated. Right. I think that some guys actually do fall there. Um, however, you know, if you talk to a guy like Judd, which, you know, I, I, I sympathize with him more, more and more as the days go by. Um, some of these guys have nefarious intentions, uh, I think. And um, mm. I think that some of them know that they're corrupting the law of God and they don't care. Um, and so, but, but this is the thing, like, I can't say who's who exactly because I just don't know, but I think it's a mix. I think some guys really do, do, do view this as an evangelistic sort of seeker sensitive type thing. Mm -hmm. I, I, I maybe want to add here, you know, sometimes God does bless a movement and it kind of institutionalizes a little bit. Um, I mean, yep. you almost, that's almost unavoidable if, if, if God's, you know, making, all this traffic happen, you right. have to find a way to kind of right. coordinate it, and handle it, right. um, which is kind of institutionalizing. Um, and it becomes a program for, and then it becomes a program or it becomes an institution for institution's sake. So you have this, the blessing of God upon it. All these people flock to your ministry. You have to kind of organize, which would be the institutionalizing side of it. And then the institution. And voila, you become a Presbyterian. And, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and then, but the, then the institution needs to exist because the institution needs yep. to exist for the institution's sake. And then yep. you start getting all these politics, 
where if yeah. you start criticizing the institution, well, then your um, threat to it, uh, your threat to it, and, yeah. or yeah. It, or the institution kind of stops believing the gospel. When you actually have sin in the yeah, institution, so, you need to repent and believe. It, but that repentance looks like it might take away from your institution so if you do in, that. In the first episode, Judd explained a situation where um, a guy who was the dean of a, of a Christian college or something like that, and he was on the phone with someone who was going to give him a sizable amount of money. Everett um, I forget. Yeah, right, right. And, you know, they were talking and, and everything was fine until they started talking about the LGBT stuff. And he, you know, expressed a biblical understanding of the LGBT stuff. And the donor said, well, I, you know, you, you can't talk about that stuff. You can't you can't believe that and have this money. And he turned down the money. You see, the thing is, like, that could be very uh, damaging to the financial stability of an institution to turn down donors like that. Yeah. And some people, I think, can make a case. Well, you know, I can talk about the biblical case, but I don't have to get too political about it. Just kind of, you know, ease off on some of this stuff and take that money for the sake of the gospel because we're yeah. training pastors. Okay. I think a lot of guys can try to justify it that way and do attempt to justify it that way. Yeah. And so they have to control the Overton window. They have to control the way things are discussed. Otherwise, they don't get that money. Wow. And who was that? Um, Everett Piper. We had him in the studio. Really? From yeah. Wesleyan in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, so he was on the phone with a donor. Uh, yeah. And the donor said, you can't, you can't uh, take this. No, you can't talk about LGBT oh, stuff. in order to take this money. And so Everett rejected the oh, money. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. good, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like a couple thousand dollars. It was a lot yeah, of money. Sure. Lot of money. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, as you're looking at this, how many episodes are you thinking about doing, AD? Man, it, it's crazy. So I initially started with 10 um, and, you know, <laughs> This is more to add every day. Really? <laughs> so, I don't know. So, but have you gotten the, the the horse head in your bed yet? You, you know? No, the, not yet. No, not no. Yet. The, I think it's I think no. it's coming. That's why I was going to ask. It's like, how? What's your next? Can you lay out without maybe impeding yourself a couple of episodes that you plan on doing? Because, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely can. So um, I'm planning on going into some of the issues regarding uh, money transparency and who funds what and why oh, wow. and stuff like that. I do plan <laughs> on going into that. That's probably going to be one of the last episodes that I'll do wow. uh, just to kind of keep that. No, you might want to do that there. one next because is, uh, is, uh, is, is George Soros involved in that one? <laughs> you might want to do that one next. If they know that was coming last, they might. Well, let's just end them at 19. Right suicide now. AD. Just, <laughs> I've got, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got episodes planned on the use of NDAs and, uh, oh. and, and, and statements of faith to get people to like, you know, be quiet. NDAs are used, you know, kind of the way they normally are. Mm -hmm. Statements of faith are used as like a shield, like, look, I believe this. So therefore I can't be a heretic. And it's like, well, yeah, but you know, you say you, you don't believe in female pastors, but there's one right there in yeah. your church. It's like, well, I believe the statement of faith though. She doesn't yeah. identify anyway. as a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I plan on, I plan on going into a lot more about how, Big Eva operates, right? Like, you know, one example that I want to definitely do is, is just the silence over the Canadian pastors that were getting arrested. Oh, silence. That's, yeah, that's unbelievable. And, wow. and it's just yeah. like, that's a big, yeah. that's a silence is a big tool for Big Eva. You know, uh -huh. you can learn a lot by, by seeing the things that they refuse to address. Right. And, and sometimes even outright deny, like there were even some gospel coalition articles that said, look, there's no, there's no persecution in Canada yeah. while this is going on. Gaslighting. Them. And it's, 
Right, right. So well, some of that kind of stuff. Well, AD, speaking of you silence, know. you know, just pause right there. Roe v. Wade is looking like it's going to be overturned. And what has been the tone coming from the gospel coalition in relation to that topic? <laughs> it's, 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 it's bizarre. It, it's been essentially silence. Um, wow. And I, I was, I was, I was, look, there's been some stuff that came out today. Yesterday I was planning on not doing a video. I was just going to go fishing. And then this whole information about this, the Supreme court leak came out. I was like, Oh, I guess I got to do a video. I can't wait to see what Biggie was going to say about this. I'll do a video. And then I was looking and I just couldn't find anything for like a whole day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, wow. I made a joke in my, com they hadn't consulted with my, their PR department yet. Well, that's what I made yeah. a joke in my, in my, yeah. in my video. Like, you know, I guess they're still waiting for George to send them the, uh, the memo on what to say about oh. this one. Oh, wow. But um, today there's been some stuff, you know, yeah. there's been some stuff and, and most of it is what you'd expect. You know, we got to be consistently pro-life. We also got to be socialists in order to be pro-life, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, wow. and, and, and so I've seen some of that, but, but let me, let me say this though. I'm not saying, I'm not claiming credit for this, okay. but, since since my first uh, episode, I've seen some some people in the circles of Big Eva that have started to speak out. I want to call out uh, Andrew T. Walker in particular. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. one of he's one of Al Mohler's guys, and for the last few weeks, he's just been on fire. I mean, wow. it was like yeah. it was like I mean, and he was calling out the religious nature of the reaction to the Supreme Court thing. Um, that they can't have their blood right anymore. I'm like, where did where, where, where'd you come from? Why are you wow. saying all this stuff? And, yeah. you know, and he took some heat for some of that stuff and it's been really good. He was also calling out sort of the, uh, many Christians, you know, you, you guys know this, they're, they're saying, you know, we got to de-emphasize the culture war stuff, you know, ease up, ease up. And he said, that's so that's, there's such a disconnect between that and the reality that, Every leftist is bringing the culture war to everything. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And so we're, we're now making Christians feel guilty for something that ev every leftist is like all over. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, so there have been some guys that have been coming. And, 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 and I think in my, in my, not my first episode, but the video I did right before I launched my first episode, I said, look, you could easily end around me. And I could, I would, I would end my YouTube channel. All you got to do is start talking about this stuff That's and it. I'd yeah. be out of business. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to hear what a YouTuber on, on, on this set. They want to hear from evangelical leaders. So you can yeah. easily right. cancel this. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not claiming credit, but I'm glad to see it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. great. That's really anyway. great. Go download one of the most brilliant podcasts out right now. The rise and fall, of the gospel coalition on the fight, laugh, on the fight, laugh, app. Uh, yeah, yeah. App, yeah. App, app yeah. The uh, network, yeah. Protect that man at all costs. <laughs> yeah, you got a security guard. Security guard. Uh, appreciate you, AD. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until Sunday. Love God with all your heart soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics.